friends and welcome back. I took a little bit of a hiatus. It was it was a one week break. I'm being a little bit dramatic, but welcome back to episode 25. Right? 25. That sounds like correct. We're we're going to go with it. I'm going to commit. But I am back. I am getting my life together. We're better than ever. Something like that. That's what people say sometimes. But I have a special treat for you all. You all enjoyed him the last time he was here and people wanted more of him. Or maybe that's just me. It is what it is. It doesn't matter. But my husband, Jackson, woo, that's where you can say hi to the lovely folks at home or in their car or wherever they decide to listen to me. Maybe they're listening to me on the toilet. And that's also acceptable or in the bath. Just chill bath vibes. I can do a whole ASMR situation if, if they'd like. Hello and welcome to your bath time. Jackson has stolen one of my cold brews that I got at Trader Joe's that I highly recommend. So if y'all have a Trader Joe's near you, very good. Get their cold brew. Do it. Unless you don't like cold brew, then obviously don't get it. But I like cold coffee. So it is what it is. <clears throat> I last, what week was that? Last week. I had just returned from a solo trip that was like 36 hours and I didn't have a pre-recorded thing done and I was tired, needed to catch my breath. And that's why I didn't have a show after Angela's pre-trip report, pre-trip planning, pre-trip situation. I will need to have Angela back on so that we can get her post-trip report. So look out for that soon. But I thought it would be a good idea to kind of have Jackson on and talk about, I don't know, life and things, you know, theme parks can only go so far in this lovely mind of mine. And I wanted to, sh- you know, share the other parts of my life with you all. So I thought it would be a good time to talk about things we've learned over the past couple years. I mean, we've been together, what, six years now? I don't know why I ask you how long we've been together because I know that better than you do, but... We've been together six years, but for the past two, now going on three years, we've done some things during a really weird time and thought we should chat and show that we too go through many ups and downs of the roller coaster of life. Right? My love. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a hard two years. But not necessarily. Yeah. Not necessarily us. But life. It doesn't make it easy. No, it doesn't. Not, not even just regarding relationships. Just, I don't know. We were just talking last night about how being. We were, yeah, we were having a whole like late night chat where we're laying in bed and just decide to think about the world, the state of the world, where we are in life, what we've done. And that's really what inspired this uh, idea for this episode. <laughs> late night did girls do like talks. did girls have like um sleepover conversations when they were ki- like younger like when they had sleepovers I, like my I friends and i we would talk about like the craziest stuff um uh when we would have sleepovers like just super deep stuff and i don't girls do that too but that's what it reminded me of we were having like one of those we deep having, nighttime yeah, we conversations Yes, we were. Well, we, I still do. I mean, I think as I've gotten older, the conversations have gotten a lot deeper, but 
yeah, I mean, you know, whether it was as simple as what the boy we liked was doing, what we were going to do with our relationship, what we wanted to do, like school or how we're going to tackle a project. I mean, I had lots of deep conversations and I still do. You know, I, 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 I'm also a very heavy thinker. So there's that as well. Even I've always been an introvert and like, I'm, I can be social and I don't, there's the people I like and get along with in life and I don't really go out of my way to like socialize too much. That's just how I've always been. But even for me as somebody who's like, I'm really introverted. Like I've just pretty much always been kind of an indoor kind of person and played video games and been very content with that. But even for me, uh, the past two years being inside a lot has affected me probably emotionally and I think everyone has been affected by it. So I'm sure for anyone who's like extroverted or used to a routine that was uh, ruined by or interrupted by um, COVID and the changes, it affected them more than me. But I, I still feel, definitely feel the impact of coming out of this. I feel kind of weird. <laughs> Well, I'd still, and like the pandemic isn't over, which is one of the, it's just, we're kind of transitioning into some sort of normalcy. I was just talking to Landon on Dawes Does Disney, and I made a comment and I said, this last trip was probably the closest to normal. And I think I told you this after I had gotten home, but uh, closest to normal yeah, as it's like been in a very long time. And so, it, I mean, at the end of the day, you got to do what you're comfortable with. So take take that with a grain of salt. Like if you if you want to, you know, do what you got to do, do what you got to do. But for me, it was like the the liveliness and the atmosphere. It was kind of it was as close to what I've known for, you know, so many years. And I really enjoyed it. And that was my theme park tidbit of this episode, that it was great and I miss it. Even though I was just so there it felt more weeks. like a theme park experience. Yes, it was. It felt, yeah. Yeah. It and was, you went to Disney, right? I don't remember. No, no I just like, it was just Oh, it was just Universal. <laughs> it was a whole yeah, 36 think, hours of Universal hanging out with people outside of the parks. And it was a very different, but also normal feeling experience. I think we already talked about this last time, but like in terms of, I think I would try Disney again. Once all the COVID stuff is done, if you know if it ever is completely done, I would try Disney again. But I think the experience is just better at Universal for in terms of with COVID, it was a better experience. But Disney was just stressful. Yeah. One of the many things that we've learned during this pandemic is traveling as a couple has really changed, or especially during this time where I mean, I have anxiety, you have anxiety, and it's it's. Something as simple as catching an Uber now is one of those things like, what kind of driver are you going to get? Are they going to be crazy? Are they going to be mindful of like your comfort level or uh, in the plane? Like I, I, we pay for our seats to ensure that, you know, we're in a good, you know, not even just toward the front of the plane, but just in a good spot where we're comfortable and and we just want to have that ease of like having everything secure, or at least I do because I, I book everything for us, but <clears throat> and something as simple as that, that I've learned through this time that I've just been more mindful of. And I mean, we've, we've done a lot over the past two to three years, honestly, just even in our relationship yeah. and with life. So, I mean, we, we are definitely the different biggest than a thing lot probably, of people. Yeah. The biggest thing probably adopting Gimli. Um, oh, gimme. Our little beagle. 
that was probably the biggest thing. It's probably been both. It's probably been one of the one of the not our only source of stress, but like one of the biggest sources of stress. But at the same time, I can't imagine having gone through the past few years without getting without having gotten like adopted him. I just don't know whether I just feel like the responsibility of him has helped us with a lot of things like it helps us to it helped us keep a routine in a situation where it was pretty hard to have a routine. Like if we hadn't have had Gimli, we wouldn't have had like such a daily routine other than work. It would have just literally been work and we'd have nothing else, I think, for the most part during all this. And also well, yeah, because know, we weren't grocery general. shopping either. Like we, we, uh, I mean, now yeah. I, I, there's some things I just can't order for delivery at this point, but Instacart has been a very big staple in our routine since the pandemic started. And like that, we, we weren't going out to the grocery store. I mean, I just, I, I wasn't feeling comfortable doing it. And then I just got into like the whole web of just doing that, um, but yeah, I, I would say, I would agree that getting Gimli was definitely a milestone moment before the pandemic was fully even a thing. I think we were looking at trying to adopt a dog. And then once the pandemic hit, I think we literally waited like a month, a month into the pandemic, we found Gimli and we said we needed him. This was this is my I mean I think this is your first dog too that that we raised from a puppy by ourselves like this is ours our financial responsibility our every responsibility yeah. type of thing. So it was yeah. definitely frustrating at the beginning and very like I don't want to screw this up. I don't want to, you know, I want to ensure that he has a good quality of life. I want to ensure that like all of our stuff doesn't get destroyed, which comes with the territory of having a young dog anyway. But a little puppy, you know, yeah. Because we got him. We, should say how old he was when we got him. He was a baby. Eight weeks. Like how old was he? Eight weeks, yeah. Eight, yeah, he was eight weeks and he was a little chubster and he was absolutely adorable. And I will post a picture of his of his puppy stage. But um, and we were also working remote at that point and trying to navigate watching him and training him and everything. I think, I mean, I think now looking back that we've done a, a pretty decent job. The only thing that has. For, yeah, over, for our first dog. Yeah. Yeah. The only issue that we've run into is that now he has separation anxiety because when you bring a dog into an environment where you don't really leave the house, which is, you know, half our fault, half the state of the world's fault, we, you know, you smother him with love and he's just yeah. so used to it that he doesn't want to be left alone. So uh, that is what we deal and with He definitely now. is a different dog on the leash than he is. Like, he has, definitely has leash aggression or leash, like, the feeling of the leash restricting him stresses him out for sure because... Um, he's not a violent he's dog. really great we, we were we luckily we yeah luckily we were able to socialize him with a lot of different kinds of dogs but when we walk him he seems to have a little be a little more defensive and he hasn't done anything but like he just barks like really and lunges it gets really and so that's Excited. something and i think that just comes with the breed 
He gets excited. Yeah, he definitely just wants to meet the dog, but he's also scared. And I, don't, I think most dogs in that situation that are young, I, I don't know. I, we did try um, when he was a puppy when we walked him to give him treats. And we, I mean, we did, I, we, we did a lot of that, giving him treats when we would see another dog, like to get him to stop and sit. It just didn't help uh, help with him, um, unfortunately. And we, we haven't had any good experiences where he did encounter a dog yeah. on a leash, right? Like, yeah, Absolutely. so that hasn't helped either. It's it's frustrating because some people there's like a difference. Like our neighbor's dog doesn't need a leash because uh, just a really well behaved dog and sits on the porch and he's sweet and they know that and he doesn't run up to other dogs. But it doesn't really matter if your dog is nice and sweet and go with other dogs. If your dog is just not if it just like will just run up to another dog. Like if you have like there's like a difference between their dog. He'll just lay on the porch and he just listens to them and doesn't run off and and then there's other dogs that have just like just ran up to us while he's on the leash and they're loose and it's like you really need to have your dog on a leash if they don't if they just approach random dogs like that it's just not it's not because they're like oh our dog is sweet don't worry i'm like yeah well i don't know how he's going to react to a random dog running up to him and that's been yeah. frustrating and also we just haven't been able to because of covid and maybe just the nature of our neighborhood we just haven't been able to get him to like there's been like two people who've approached him while we're walking him to meet and when they have he's been sweet and he was he just doesn't once the, once they come up to him he's like gets like a little nervous and he's but but he's been sweet to them and it's been good but we haven't had an instance where we're able to socialize him on a leash properly or with both people and dogs and i think that's affected him a lot in the same way that us being home with him has affected him a lot it's just the the nature of the current situation yeah so now you know it's one of those things where we're trying to go back to traveling and we don't necessarily have a solution in terms of like what do we do because he does not thrive in in situations where he's left alone or just is sitting in a crate or you know whatever it may be so we're we're also trying to figure out a solution for that i mean we we've tried trainings and i, I mean at the end of the day you're, medicine you're, yeah we've tried medicine we've tried a lot of things and the medicine helps it's not uh an end-all be-all like it, it doesn't resolve all of his issues i mean at the end of the day we want him to be comfortable but also we have to you know draw a balance with still being able to go on trips together and stuff like that um i think this trip that i just went on this a couple weeks ago really helped in terms of like seeing his progress because he used to freak out when i left the room let alone like leaving for you know a whole yeah, day even if i was there yeah and so. he was good i mean the, the Prozac, which we've been giving him, at first we were giving him um, the Trazodone, which most vets start the dogs on, and it seemed to be inducing, like it would zombif like become like a zombie, and also it seemed to be inducing like more more stress in him. Like he was shaking still on the Trazodone, like he didn't know what was going on, and we didn't like that. So once we realized that that was the cause of that, and we needed a long-term we, solution. We, yeah, we switched to Prozac. And it's definitely helped with his, like, not, like, before, if we left, if you went upstairs and he was downstairs, he couldn't go upstairs. He was, he would just whine and shake and have, like, a panic attack. But now he's good. He's, he's able to, he does, he's been showing, like, a lot of independent behavior. Like, he'll go and lay in his crate by himself or he'll just go and lay by himself and not be freaked out yeah, but he, he still does. is not happy both leave the house which which is an issue of like we want to travel and that's something to think about if you get a dog especially adopting a dog during um, this time where you're working i guess that wouldn't matter then, yeah well if you're working remote yeah, they're going to be very used to being on office then you you should probably uh 
think about that in terms of like leaving your dog alone for specific amounts of time and just kind of conditioning them to like be okay when you're not around because that's mm -hmm. something we probably in hindsight we should have done like we crate trained him like he's okay in a crate and it's not one of those things like he he's definitely different in terms of like we can leave and come back and he'll just still be laying in the crate he's not like anxious like he's not pawing at the crate to get out or freaking out or anything when we get home it's just more long term like he's just happier and less stressed when someone is there uh at least at night yeah i mean it's it's mostly the nighttime that's the problem or or the the issue yeah when we, when we boarded him with we had a really great lady and it's just this the third time we boarded him he had a really bad bad experience with separation anxiety it was he was pawing at the ground and he hurt his paws and he was just chewing on stuff and being destructive so she for his sake um she said that he you know he shouldn't come back or he needs to he just he needs more help than he she was able to provide and it was um so that was unfortunate so that's why we're in a kind of a, a situation of well we can't we can't we don't have anyone who can come watch him and want yeah, to travel hard. but yeah but that's it just comes one of the many it's made us think about kids too <laughs> which is <laughs> yeah it's made that's us think about another beast i i will say this pandemic has affected us in many ways i mean we we bought a house right, right before the pandemic. we got really lucky like couldn't have gotten luckier with our timing <laughs> but then no. we had to have people come into our house and fix different things so then that was its own like comfort levels and in, in terms of the pandemic like we had renovations done where we had other people like right before the pandemic everything i will say and luckily we had timed. them done before it got bad <laughs> yeah Sorry, like everything was timed like really well it's just nowadays it's like we've gotten into this routine of we stay home we you know we're not we really are homebodies we don't really go anywhere and that's just kind of how we've always been and and there's really nothing wrong with that it's just in a in a world where i don't necessarily feel comfortable with going to a movie theater or spending a lot of time out like i don't like going to the mall i don't like there are a lot of things i just we're not interested in doing we've had to figure out new ways to kind of spend time together or have our little our own versions of quote unquote dates or figure out like hobbies that we enjoy and uh, you know grow in our careers or find new careers and i mean we honestly we've been doing that for the past 2 to 3 years during this time i mean i feel like we've had a lot of time to reflect on a bunch of things <laughs> Which is maybe a good and yeah. maybe a bad thing. I don't, can't really say for sure. Yeah. I mean, we do, we were before COVID going on dates and stuff. Like we would go places like, you know, every, not like regularly, but we would have a day where we'd go out to dinner somewhere nice. Um, and I think we could start doing that again. Um, but during when everything was closed down, I mean, yeah, we would have to kind of improvise and we do our dinners at, we're just doing nice dinners at home and movie nights say, and stuff. Though, I will say that something that I've enjoyed that we've started doing, I mean, a lot, at least a lot more since the pandemic started is cooking together. Like it's one thing if we just eat a meal together, because I mean, I feel like everyone should try to eat their meals with their significant other together, but like you help me cook, you, you know, try to help, you know, do either little things, big things or some sort of component of the dish we're making 
which I like I enjoy that because it's like one you learn something new and two like it's just something that we get to do together and then the food comes out really good and it's just an overall great experience yeah I used to not like cooking and just I never did it and I was I always found it frustrating because I was really bad and always made a mess but um after you know having been with you for so long and um, especially over the past two years of cooking together, like you said, yeah, it's definitely changed my mind about cooking and I enjoy it and I enjoy cooking with you. And then I'm able to cook stuff for myself. That's more than just what I, you know, I could barely do like pasta, like, like before I met you. He's <laughs> come me. a very long way. And, um, yeah, now I'm able to do a lot more and, and just g- general stuff like cooking chicken and cooking, you know, just being able to prepare stuff more confidently and, and knowing like the order in which you should, you know, you know, put the garlic cutting in and just simple onion. stuff, stuff that's probably still simple for most people, but <laughs> yeah, cutting, cutting stuff, preparing stuff like to be like vegetables and cutting it and, and you know, how long to cook those and in what order, you know, you should put the garlic in when you're like, I don't know, meat sauce or something like that. <laughs> that's, you know, that's a simple thing, but or, or I can make chili now. Not- I can make, I'm trying to think macaroni I can make now. I I think I can make your macaroni because I've watched you do it so many times. I know how to make bases for stuff now, like soup bases from watching you and sauce bases. Like I made cheese for us and that's something I would never even try. It's, it's, it's simple. I'm not saying I'm like a good cook. It's just like nice to being able to have the confidence of like, I can make stuff, you know, that's decent and I can help out. So that's been really great. And I like cooking. Yeah, it's, it's fun, especially when you, you know, it's, it's putting the work in. I think, I think there's something to that. It's like the reason Part of why we're so like with like going back to like Gimli, part of why like you mentioned um, the work you put into him and stuff. It's it's our first dog that we've both. I've never I've never taken care of a dog like I had my parents' dogs. I would watch them and I would feed them, but that's not the same as like actually like it's like your it's like your child. I mean, I worry about him, and that's that's it's like yeah, it's it's a totally different thing. So like when you put the work into something, the result is totally different of how you feel about it. Like I'm so proud of us for raising Gimli and taking care of him. And when we, when I make something, I'm going to have to work into it and make it myself and it's good. It's like, wow. So there's something to that of like the stress and like everything can also good things can come from that. I guess is what I'm trying to say in all walks of life, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I, I know. Cause we, we were talking yesterday or when you guys were, or whenever you guys are listening to this, we talked a few days ago. But we were just talking because we're at a point where the state of the world has affected our not only our mental health, but like our professional lives as well, where, I mean, X, Y, Z thing, everyone's being affected and we're to the point where we're looking for, I, I mean, to lack of a better term, to grow professionally. We're in a very fortunate position where we are able to kind of worry, but we don't have to always stress and we don't live paycheck to paycheck in order to, you know, make ends meet. But also we want to ensure that we're making, like we know our worth and are making what we should be. So we're trying to get promotions and we're trying to grow as, as our experience grows. And something I've learned is that you don't really make what they say you're making. You make maybe a fraction of that. And then after all of your bills, oh, yeah. you don't 
like you just it's taxes it's not i i will tell you i've never realized the this is going to sound really stupid but i am a young naive person and like the the this the state of the world is just what happened to kind of jog this uh knowledge in me but i didn't realize that you're actually just screwed the entire time and taxes just freaking nickel and dime you and you know it i don't know how people live there i just i don't under i don't crazy i can't imagine even i never i don't know like when you without revealing how much people make and stuff like it's just the amount that gets deducted from from you know your your benefits and then the state tax and the federal tax it's insane and and then you need benefits you 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 get this raise like i they they gave us a raise that i you know and i was super happy about that but then i got the paycheck and i thought something was wrong and it's when you look at the deductibles and the you think that you're going to be making like i i thought i did the math right and i'm like oh i'll be making this per you know per paycheck and then i i got the paycheck i was like is something wrong one or my benefits did go up this year which was but it's just it's crazy uh yeah it's it's really crazy how much gets taken out it's it's and crazy we're young and we're just trying so that's we're in one of the lower point. tax brackets too yeah so, like, so it's, it's, it's one of those things where it's very defeating and i think i've felt more defeated over the past two to three years where it's like i i've really gotten the motivation to try to you know move up or or get a higher the I don't know what it's really called, but like a higher role. And then you look at, you know, the pros and the cons and and what, you know, what you'll be making or what they can offer you. And then it's like, okay, we can offer you this, but really it's going to be this. Like, yeah, it's like the fine print of life. And I'm like, what do you mean? Like this, I I would recommend when you're making a job, just like it, when you get like, just look at how much is going to be take, like figure out how much you're really going to be making. Like you see, that, you see that salary they're offering. You're like, wow, that's pretty good. And then, you know, you get your paycheck and you're like, what the heck? So it's, it's probably common sense for most people, but we're young. And I feel like it's fair to talk about this, but yeah, that's really definitely something that. Well, they don't teach you that. It's made in me school. realize just how, like, no, there's they, no classes like. They don't teach you taxes yeah, there's and they no don't classes teach like you that. like how much you need like they don't tell you how to budget they they, they don't I, nothing another thought that i've had during during this time is just like i went to college but for what <laughs> like i did has having a degree benefited me in a situation yes has it benefited me in most situations not particularly i mean i, I in don't terms of real life skills yeah real life skill yeah. i mean i i would have I I wish I either went in a different direction or I I I don't know. I school is just one of those things for me that I'm just like, but why did I do this to myself? I I think at the end of the day, I kick myself because I didn't like focus more like I didn't focus a major more. I kind of just went for a generic thing to get the degree. I feel like if I was able to kind of find a passion beforehand, I, I think that would have been more beneficial. But like you go into school and you don't necessarily know what you want to be when you grow up. I still don't know what I want to be when I grow up. And it's one of those things where, yes, I have a degree, which is great. But then you have a degree and then you already grew places, up. So. Yeah. And I'm like, these places like want 10,000 <laughs> years of experience or like you, they want you to have like 
top tier experience when you're, you know, less than 30, you know, working since you were 16, but you never were given the chance to run anything type of thing. I don't, it's just a very defeating moment. And I think throughout the, all of this, I've been toying with different career paths and Jackson's been super supportive in terms of me pursuing different things. And I've been doing this podcast and I've been, you know, creating content and, at the end of the day, I'm still trying to navigate what the heck I'm doing. And it it's just, it's hard. It's really hard. And I think it goes to show that like the, this whole time has been hard on a lot of people. And I wanted this episode to be put out because though a lot of places are normalizing, that doesn't def- like, it doesn't invalidate people that are still struggling and have struggled and like suffer from things that we're suffering from every day just because you know we go on trips doesn't mean there aren't things like behind the scenes that aren't happening that are affecting us yeah so this is a real talk episode for you and that's what it is i also think going back to how like just our relationship and us kind of you know you you mentioned us going on dates where we used to go out to dinner now we do video games and binge fringe so i mean (laughs) like dates look a lot different to us but it's important for us to kind of take the time to spend like intentional time spending with one another not just like a you know eating dinner which you know we both have to eat that's not really it's kind of like we're doing it to do it it's not like, hey, why don't we, you know, tonight let's do this, that, and the other thing, watch Fringe and kind of spend time that way. I think it's very important to have intentional time together. Yeah, you don't have to wait for Valentine's Day. Like Valentine's Day, we we didn't go all, we, you know, you don't have to don't wait for a special day to do something special. You can just, you want to, you got to take days for yourselves and for your relationship, so. So sometimes yeah, we mean, just hang out and it, watch stuff. Or... It was easy as I was craving donuts that week. I think this was last year that you did it. I was craving donuts and you went and got me some oh, donuts. Oh yeah, it, I can't believe that that was a year that that was too, that's crazy. Like mm-hmm. I, I remember going and doing that and I couldn't tell you if that was last, like the time has just flown by. It's I'm, it's already, my, I'm going to be 28 soon. It's crazy. Like, but yeah. All of my, all of my podcasting I, friends just went, he really said 28. He thinks he's old. Like they just had like a, I'm an old person moment. I just want to let you know, sorry, Dillos. Sorry, Lewis. Sorry, literally everyone. I'm sorry for Jackson. No, I didn't old. mean, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, I mean, it. Yeah, mean I just don't want to be 28. I mean, for me, it's just time. I'm just, I'm expressing like how time has flown by. Like it's crazy. It really has. Yeah. I think. Going back to the whole like promotion thing and trying to figure out your career, it's it is hard. I think that they don't teach you real life skills. And for me, I I definitely was not very motivated in college, and I didn't really choose a path that you know, English major. It's great and all. Um, there's some skills you get from it, but it would be more interesting if English majors instead of all this all these literature classes and all these um humanities courses you take it'd be more interesting if they created a english course more catered to you know corporate like to a a career like professional writing and you know even some data like data not like just stuff that you use in your you know looking at large amounts of data and there's there's something to like the skills that would be way more 
beneficial. But I don't, I don't know. I just think, yeah, I feel like my career wasn't a waste, but I, I definitely felt like I wasted an opportunity when I look back on it. But uh, hindsight is 2020. <laughs> and I guess related to what you're saying about careers, like uh, what I'd say to people is like, I mean, I've had some interviews that didn't work out or, you know, but you can't, you can't really pair yourself because there's so many factors. It's a real bummer when you don't get the job or when you feel like you bombed an interview or when you feel like you did great in an interview and you still don't get the job. There's so many factors and you don't know all, all the factors. So you can't compare yourself to others. You can't say like, Hey, I didn't, you know, you can't be too hard on yourself. Just take, take the, you know, if you did get the interview, it's a great achievement that you even were considered. You can't, those kind of things are out of your control at the end of the day. You can do so much to prepare. You can be, you know, have all these qualifications, but if someone is a better candidate, they're a better candidate or there could be other reasons, you know, you never know them. So you can't, you know, it's, it's luck of the draw to some degree. So there's that. Lots of jobs available right now, <laughs> for sure. So we've been looking everywhere. I will say, though, don't be afraid to just like, it's okay to not know what you want to do. I think I kick myself in the face all the time where I'm just like, I don't know what I want to do. Like, I also don't want to be jumping from job to job. But at the same time, it's like, you need to find something that fulfills you or challenges you or whatever your goals are. I think that's the most important thing. And I think that's really what I'm striving for is like an environment where I can feel fulfilled and, you know, be and be challenged. I think in relationships, supporting each other's like career paths is good. Jackson, like, so we, it's best to celebrate each other's achievements versus like resent them for their achievements. And I think that's something that me oh, yeah, clearly. both, <laughs> both yeah. uh, dealt with and have been able to navigate. And I think this is something that people can struggle with for sure. Yeah. Or not even like, oh, well, yeah. So one thing is being open to like, if there's something that someone's really passionate about, you have to see like, Without getting too uh, specific, without if you know you have passions and you have times where you you've gone for things that you know if if you had have gotten, I would have been willing to relocate. And so there's times where you need to think about making sacrifice for your partner's passions. And yeah, obviously, if you have resentment, for <laughs> that that could that would be a huge issue. But yeah, I think really just supporting each other's passions is something that is really important. Uh, it might seem obvious to some people, but. It's not in the moment when you're caught up in the, in the stress of like, yeah, when you're caught up in the stress of like, you're both waiting to hear back from a job or it's really got to consider. It's just something. And I mean, me and Jackson are not experts by any means, but I figured this was a nice little, I have a very wide audience of people who, you know, we do talk about more than theme parks on this podcast. It's just, you know, theme parks are just the basis of my love of life. So I, I just wanted this to be an opportunity to kind of say, hey, we're human too. And we go through, you know, struggles and we have to learn to support each other. Been easy for everyone and has been hard on a lot of people. I just, that's just why we wanted to talk today. I mean, it, it's not, it's not a, you know, it make time for each other, especially if you're in a relationship, make time for yourself. And also don't be afraid to just take a break. Like, I, like last week I was kicking myself because I didn't have an episode out. 
I needed a break. It is what it is. I mean, hopefully you guys are still here and still willing to listen to me talk. And for that, I am thankful. Yeah. And you'd like to go to like Florida and stuff and go by yourself. And as long as you're comfortable going by yourself, it's like, I think it's important to let, and like you've, I've gone camping with my friends and stuff. So like, it's, it's important to let your partner like do their own thing. Uh, uh, you don't need to be, if you feel like you need to be around each other all the time, that I think that can cause problems and maybe not. I mean, some people, but we we haven't had any issues, but it's definitely good to not take a, you don't need to take a break from each other in a way like you just don't talk to other, but like, it's good to like, especially with COVID, it's good to get some space from each other and, and do your own thing because it's just good for anybody to being around somebody 24 seven, no matter how much you love, them. how close you are and how much you understand them and how much, you know, there's just going to be like, if you're in a bad mood, it'll, you have no one else around you. So that'll come out and on the only other person in your house. So that's another thing that I, you know, I try to work on, but it's, you know, it's hard is, when you're in a bad mood or when your emotions are about something completely unrelated to your relationship, it's, it can be, especially when you're just in the house together all the time, it can be hard not to let that come through and like come out a little bit and like affect your part. It's, it's really hard for sure. I think that's definitely been a struggle for a lot of relationships in COVID is it's, it's just when you're around somebody all the time, that's, there's just new, new challenges that new challenges you have to face yes i will say we have had challenges we have had annoyances we have had like bickering i mean me and jackson aren't really a fighting couple it's one of those things where you know one person's annoyed the other person's annoyed and you just eventually get over it and it's not like a huge blowout but i will say that we're very fortunate in this pandemic where the being around each other all the time hasn't negatively impacted our relationship. I mean, we even got married during this time. So clearly like we're crazy people, but we may, we've made it work. I think our communication has gotten a lot better over the past couple of years. Yeah. And I've, I will echo what he said, like, don't be afraid to take a solo trip if you're comfortable with it. I, you know, those are not necessarily to take a break from him. It's more like I, you know, sometimes I just need to go to Universal to reset myself and find my, you know, my joy and motivation for anything. Like I just, I'm tired of life and I just would like to take a break and go to my happy place, which I feel like a lot of people have those places and whether it's Disney or Universal. Yeah. I think communication is something that is really wasn't originally one of our strengths honestly uh and then over the past yeah over the past yeah over the past few years it's gotten a lot better for sure so yeah that was like the turning point in the relationship we only had like one moment where like communication is like something that didn't cause a rift but like it could have gone a different way but we we adapted we started to just communicate more and then that's just like we've only grown stronger from that so like that's something that's really important is just being able to talk to your partner and and be honest with them and Yes. So the main even over not serious stuff is always just like, yeah, if you're feeling if you're feeling down or like you don't need to hide it from your that's that's one thing they should be there for is like someone to talk to. And it's also important to let your partner have other like if they they want to talk to somebody and and let like you don't need to be that you don't have to be the only person they talk to. Like they can if they want to talk to somebody about how they're feeling and like you don't need to always be it's important to let them some people just, you know shut their they try to shut themselves off and close themselves off to, to everybody else and it's important to like still have friends and you know outside of your relationship for sure yes that is i mean we've 
it's really funny because Jackson has had friends that he's known for a very, very, very long time that like I've known of, but I, I was never close with. And then our wedding happened and I feel like our bonds as friends have just really grown tighter and tighter. It's a very beautiful moment. (laughs) It's really nice when you can have like a friend, you have two really good friends and they've never met. And when they're all together, I don't know. Yes, it's really important. They got along that, well at our wedding. Yeah. Yes, and that doesn't that doesn't mean like I stole his friends and and he doesn't have his own friends. I just mean like it's nice like being able <laughs> to kind of just bond with everyone type of thing. Um, but it is important that you. Yeah, we have you, a really great friend group. Yeah, you just you have to have your own people to talk to. I mean, you can. I mean, it's one thing to have open communication with your partner, but it's another thing to kind of like only have your. Yeah, partner. like you're very <laughs> passionate about theme parks, and you have a whole group of friends that shout out that, um but that are like really passionate too and and i let you like i don't feel like i need to give you permission or anything like but like it's it's okay to let your partner have like these passions and and if you don't necessarily like have the same passions it's it's okay to let them like go and explore those things and explore them with different people like you don't need to be part of your partner's passions i'll say like i think there's this misconception where like you need to be like super aligned like and it does work for some some people are very similar that are married and they and but like i think like in terms of passions and stuff you don't need to have the same passions to be to to have like a solid strong relationship like you just need communication and that's really it i mean and i agree but yeah wow this is a very insightful episode and i i didn't really mean for it to be as insightful as it was but you know it it is insightful and it's important to have these conversations especially um when people think that we're too young to understand but we do we struggle too we don't uh just ride on we're not young anymore i'm gonna be 28 god i Um, i'm still saying i'm young it's going quick man (laughs) (laughs) yeah we're we're young and i think yeah and the same thing going back to like sorry uh but yeah going back to like the job like one thing i'll also say to people is like there's really for me my biggest struggle is finding like something i'm fulfilling i haven't found that yet i'm gonna be honest i have not found my career right now before covid i liked it now that covid's it's changed the whole it's really just shaken up everything so it's made my job completely different and i'm not necessarily happy where i am in terms of like not necessarily my, like anything specific to my company or anything, but like, yeah, my, my career is not something that I find fulfilling. So what I'm trying to say is if you're in a position where you find your job filling, but you're, you're not, you're, you're maybe get paid as much as your friends, or maybe you don't have a, a job title that's as impressive as your friends or anything like that. It, it's worth just considering that, you know, it's like your job is sustaining you that you don't need to have this crazy job title or crazy, you know, massive paycheck to like, if your job fulfills you and makes you happy, I think there's something really to that. And that's what I'm trying to find is a fulfilling job. And it's, it's really, it's really difficult, I think. (laughs) But yeah, I think everybody right now is on it's that I've spoken to not everybody, but a lot of people are like reflecting on their jobs a lot right now, I think, because and what it means to work and what it means to live. Because there's not a lot of separation in that in our society like work and life we have a very like intertwined like work can become your life if you're not careful is what i'm trying to say but some people's work i think that's really what i'm trying to say is that if you can find a job where your work fulfills your life like 
then I think that's really it sounds kind of that sounds kind of corny, but like I think that's really what people look for. And I think if you have that, there's no reason to to change unless it's not that's not sustaining you. Which unfortunately I think is the case for a lot of jobs, like teachers especially. They 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 their job is probably fulfilling to them, but it's not in most states a career that you're going to be living a super comfortable life because especially if you have kids because it won't cover your expenses especially once since well you know what we see with taxes now i really see why teachers are complaining because i was like oh yeah you know some teachers you know 50k like i could live off 50k it's not 50, you're not getting 50k <laughs> that's not what you're getting paid because taxes are just anyways but yes so i went on a tangent the there but you you did but that's okay we we do tangents on this show so uh, moral of the story, follow your passions, communicate with your partner, have uh, your own identity with yourself and don't be afraid to live your, your truth and your best life and love each other, right? That's the moral, yeah. Gimli. Loving each other is really important. Yes. Also, I nothing, Super will, important. Test, nothing will test your relationship than an eight-week-old puppy that pees and shits everywhere in your house and you have to clean it up and manage to not... That is murder. during COVID, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. No, that is a a lot. Anytime in COVID With alone, no yard. be alone, but together. Yeah, really consider uh, if eat the yard situation, because <laughs> dog parts parks aren't for every dog. No, like dog parks are just not good. Uh, also, in my experience, uh, some people a... love them. I don't. I I find them very stressful. <laughs> so, yes. Yeah. Also, when you're walking your dog. Put them on a leash. That's all I got to freaking say about that. Yeah, it's it's one thing if, you know, some people's dogs are able to lay on their porch and not run off. And, you know, it's one thing if your dog's nice, but the, but if they still approach other people's dogs, it's kind of disrespectful. And then there's some people who, you know, just let their dogs roam around the neighborhood. And I'm like, what in the world are you doing? It's going to get hit by a car, first of all. It, it's just dogs can be a friendly dog. And Gimli's a, a sweet dog. He's not aggressive. He hasn't, you know, he doesn't attack dogs, but you don't know how your dog's going to react. And that's my biggest fear is like, how, how will Gimli react when some dog runs up to him? And they have run up to him and he's been, it's just not been a great experience in terms of like, he gets stressed out because this random dog's approaching him and he hasn't, you know, lashed out or anything, but he definitely wasn't happy when the dog rushed him. So every single experience we've had where a dog has approached us on a leash has been negative, which has not helped his his leash, like um, his personality on a leash. He's a completely different dog on a leash. He gets really worked up and wired. And I think part of that is his excitement because he's not, he doesn't have a yard, so he's not able to be outside all the time. And, and he's smart, our... man. Don't underestimate how smart your dog is too. He's, he's a smart dog. Oh my gosh. Like he thinks Evidently. about things and figures things out. He knows when you're lying and he knows when you're <laughs> mad and he doesn't trust you when you're mad. And he, he looks at everything and he, he, he analyzes yeah no he dogs don't underestimate how smart they are man they're smart like they'll analyze a situation before they make a like gimli like certain breeds are different but he's I, i've heard that mixed breeds are depending on the mix are typically pretty intelligent and um he definitely thinks about things before he makes a decision he's not super impulsive in every way giving him a treat and telling him to go to his room when we don't have our shoes on don't have our hat on He'll go in, right? But if we have our hat on or shoes or if we've touched the door or if we're looking, he can look look at our body language. He like 
he'll lay down on the ground and anal- look at us and like analyze what we're doing and just make a decision if he's going to go if the treat is worth it so anyways that's that's Gimli this is uh training yeah. your dog with Jackson and Steffers you're welcome for that tidbit we tried I would say that the biggest thing that definitely works is just positive reinforcement it did not work on the leash though for us because it's just I think be a beagle thing where their nose shuts off everything uh they're like they just he can only sniff and so when he gets the scent of a dog or he sees the dog sniffing he just does not he just starts barking and you cannot turn that off but anyways i think positive reinforcement's like the main thing wouldn't you and say the right medication because he needs medication help. yeah i'm not really one to say drug your dog however he needed supplemental help do we want him on this forever no but we would like we just need him to get to a place where he he just i guess doesn't fully recognize that we will be back and we will never leave him and we love him oh so much um so until he gets to that point that we're just taking precautions yeah but yeah that's uh that's your fun tidbit of the day uh jackson thank you for you know coming and chatting with me about literally anywhere from dogs to taxes to life and you know we thank love you for having me. me and yeah there's no one else i'd rather uh deal with the state of the world with and grow with yeah you've been a great partner in dealing with these unprecedented times <laughs> but yeah jackson is a gamer if you want to game with jackson just you know let me know and we will talk we'll, we'll we'll discuss with each other and if you are new here I'm Steffers. I do many, many things. I am almost to 1,000 followers on TikTok. So if you would like to follow me there, it's Adventures with Steffers. Adventures with Steffers. That is my Instagram and my TikTok. So go follow me there. On Twitter, AsianZing95. I don't really utilize Twitter as much as I should, but it is what it is. I also stream on Twitch. If you would like to check me out there, twitch.tv slash AsianZing95. Um, adventureswithstuffers.com is your hub for all things stuffers. So if you forget anything and only want to remember one thing from the end of this podcast, it's adventureswithstuffers.com. And I hope that you enjoyed this episode with Jackson. I enjoy having him on and like, you know, him sharing in my passions with me. And I will hopefully see you next week. No idea what will happen next week, but we will see hopefully and have a great rest of your day night evening afternoon whenever you're listening to this situation and